Yeah, yeah. You got it. <laughs> that nigga be showing off, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm still here because somebody probably prayed for me. You still here because somebody got to pray for me. Down and out, but I know that shit don't stop. Hard to move, but I know that shit don't stop. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. Diddy Toxicity. Shout out to Lil Brenda, a.k.a. The One True King of the South, a.k.a. Russell Flexbrook. And on the hotline, no pretty Ricky, as always. My bad, y'all. Y'all know my brain was the rudest shit. And it's, you know what? They be quiet right up until I'm trying to record. Every time. You know what? Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Ali Nicole, a.k.a. that bundled up badass. AKA Toximus Prime, AKA Queen of the Vile, AKA Trilivia Dope, AKA that little baby who's back on her bullshit. What's up, Calvin? <laughs> um, first, doing? first and foremost, um, I, I'm alright. I'm alright. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, we, um, again, before we get into all the bullshit and fuckery that we will attend to. Um, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace, Ahmaud Arbery. Rest in peace, Sean Reed. Rest in peace, Elijah McClain. Um, rest in peace, um, Tatoyan. Um, rest in peace to Rhea Milton. Rest in peace, everyone we have lost um, through police brutality, through racism, through sexism, through uh, transphobia. And that's not even counting the thousands upon thousands of people we have lost during this pandemic. So I want to make sure I get all the sad shit out first and you know let, let people understand that we are still honoring those that we have lost so we may kiki and joke and you know what i'm saying like have a spirited conversation but we are still very much very much aware of like the realities of, of life and you know sometimes people think that you can you, if you laugh that you you've forgotten about shit i just want to make sure that like that's very clear our stance on that i'm really glad that you mentioned that because that be not the case with us um, I think that because life gets heavy, life is heavy as shit, and it's been this way for a very long time now. I mean, for a couple months now, and we deserve everybody deserves escapism, and this is ours, and we're happy to be that and provide that for you. But this is not to say that the concept of what's going on around us is lost on us at all. And if you felt that way, I don't know how you felt that way because we talk about it every week. It's it, it's on our heart every day. Um, for instance, just this week alone, another hashtag, Elijah McLean. Um, RIP to such a sweet, sweet soul, to such a loving and caring person. He, he didn't deserve what he got. He didn't deserve, and none of them deserve what they got. But him in particular, like, it's, it's so much shit. It's so much. It's, it's so much. And I just find myself. This and year. and the fucked up thing about the fucked up thing about uh, Elijah is like this shit happened in twenty twenty nineteen. Yeah, you feel me? So we are we are hearing about this like almost a year after it's happened because I mean it's 
there's so many black bodies that are being disposed of that things can fall through the cracks. Um, excuse me if you hear my mic rustle. Um, and to catch people up on on Elijah McClain. So Elijah McClain, um, this is in Aurora, Colorado. Um, so you know Denver area. Um, and this is in 2019. I do not have the date right in front of me. I don't either. And I can't look it up because I'm using my phone. Um, I'm using my phone to record, so I can't necessarily look it up right now. But So Elijah was anemic. And for those who are anemic, it you know, they get cold. They, they, damn, you know the doctor told me I was slightly anemic and I've been using it as an excuse for everything ever since. Um, Dog, what? So my problem is that I don't damn. eat consistently. So my anemia is dietary. Like if I ate regularly and ate like square meals and did what I was supposed to do, I'd probably be less anemic. But food, me and food have always had a strange relationship. So I just, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, but yes. as somebody who is anemic, like, you do get, like, spikes of, like, just my body temperature. I'm always 10 degrees colder than everybody else. So, like, even today it was 80 degrees. I put on a sweatshirt because it, it was a little chilly to me. And... <clears throat> As somebody who is who also struggles with anemia, also dietary, also my fault. Like, it's not uncommon to wear heavier clothing, wrap yourself up heavier, and with, and this is exactly what Elijah did. He had a scarf around his face um, before it was common to do that. I.e., his death precedes the pandemic on the U.S. Yeah, no, yeah, his now his death is again his death is in two thousand nine. So we're talking, we are talking about you know uh, almost a year ago and so again he's anemic so so he he wore ski mask he wore heavier clothing you know scarves to make kind of keep himself warm and also he lives in fucking colorado so like he doesn't live in like a super tropical climate so um and again i think i mean this is this is one of the reasons why respectability politics can't be played when it comes to um, police brutality and police murder is because again Elijah like what you played the violin like he was he used to play violin for like sheltered animals and like kids and like just again for all accounts was like a real sweet loving would wouldn't bust a grape for the fruit fight wouldn't hurt right. a fruit fly type soul right and so he was listening so he was walking down listening to music um you know vibing doing whatever with his with his coverings on. Someone called 911. So again, this is, again, uh, I hate to keep making interruptions in my own story, but this is why the whole Karen, and I hate that it's become a trendy thing. This is why the whole calling police on black and brown bodies unnecessarily is dangerous. I'm going to touch on that. Things like this can happen. I'm absolutely going to touch on that, but go ahead, friend. So, so, you know, these things like this are dangerous. So, Somebody calls and says, hey, a man in, a, you know, a ski mask is, like, flailing his arms around. Mind you, he's dancing, listening to music. I know I, sometimes I will get into the vibe where you start just riding with the music, riding with the beat. It's, it is what it is. Um, and so he's doing that. And I think she even says, like, she says to the dispatcher, hey, like, he's probably not harming anyone, but, like, you know, it's weird to me. The dispatcher pro- doesn't relay he's probably not harming anyone. Just relays there's a man in a ski mask flailing his arms around. So the police come and try to stop Elijah from, from walking. I stop him. He was, and Elijah initially was like, doesn't stop. He's like, I have a right to go where I'm going. Like, why are you stopping? Again, 
normal ass questions you would ask if you're suddenly being told to like stop i mean not necessarily pull over stop right. by the police like like why are you pulling me over like i have a right to walk where i'm going like what's the, what, what what the fuck and i think someone you know please try to like physically grab me he's like stop i'm an introvert like respect my boundaries like don't touch me so then a, a struggle ensues and they get um and they get elijah on the ground in front of his lawn so mind you elijah is like 140 pounds if you see elijah mcclain you know he is soaking wet like he is super skinny he's 140 pounds so they get him on the ground it takes like two to three police officers to get him on the ground so to put um, elijah's weight into context elijah is about 10 pounds heavier than i am and he's, and about he's like five eight yeah five eight nice no, like, I thought he was... he's, he's small. And, he's, he's small and lanky. Small and lanky. Yeah, so... he's small. So he yeah, doesn't he doesn't have a lot of weight on him. He doesn't have a lot of meat on his bones. He's not he's not a physically imposing threat. Right. So so it takes mind you three police officers take they pull him you know wrestle him to the ground. Um, they administer what is called in the notes as a, as a like as a cauteroid chokehold, which basically means they are. They are putting pressure on your carotid artery, to, you know what I'm saying, to kind of like, su- you know, suffocate you, like deprive oxygen to your brain. That's, that's kind of what they're doing. Um, and again, Elijah kind of like, because your body's not used to that, Elijah vomits like several times over the course of this struggle. It's like, because again, he, he can't breathe, you know, he's like in. And he's vomited several times. One of the police officers tells another police officer, because they realize that the body cams are on, t- tells them to move, move your camera, dude. Because, again, they don't want this being filmed. Right. So they, um, you know, they, they subdue him with the, with the chokehold. And all throughout the time, Elijah is even still is, like, being super um, apologetic and super like it's like i'm sorry like you guys are you know you guys are just doing you're doing you're doing your job like it hurts i can't breathe I'm, like you guys are really strong like i'm sorry like it hurt. like again apologize again showing more grace than i would in this situation I, man so so then they call the medic and so the medic um because again they're saying like they need to like tranquilize elijah because he's because he's restraining so much. So we call the medic, and the medic, the EMT, comes with ketamine. So ketamine is a, a tranquilizer, basically. Like some, you will use ketamine if you need to like tranquilize a bear, right. for example. So, so mind you, Elijah is 140 pounds. They give Elijah enough ketamine to knock out a 220 pound man. Yes. So again, pr- almost. Like almost twice the amount of the dose that they would need to act to actively, you know, knock out someone of Elijah's size. So then, because again he gets twice as much ketamine, Elijah has like two heart attacks he goes on into, the way. He goes into cardiac arrest. Cardiac cardiac arrest. He has like two heart attacks on the way to the hospital, and he is declared brain dead like two days later. Um, and the reason why we're just hearing about it is because of the Aurora Police Department 
near the city of Aurora, hire a former police officer to conduct investigation. Again, that's like if I'm on trial and Alex is the judge, I'm probably getting off. You know what I mean? Like, you don't hire your homeboys to investigate a crime against another one of your niggas. It's just, right. it just that's, that's kind of the whole point of the system is like, man, like, you mean to tell me the same niggas that you got to work with every single day is that are also the niggas that got to investigate you if some shit go bad? Right. Again, just doesn't make sense to me and to me and mine. So, but again, the fuck up, besides everything else that's fucked up about that situation, the, the fucked up thing is this happened in 2019. We are in the middle of 2020. So this happened, if it happened on New Year's Eve, this is still six months ago. Mind you, to give comparison, the outrage about Breonna Taylor is, is in March. Breonna Taylor happened in March. This happened six to eight months prior to Breonna Taylor. Just to show you kind of like how this is just now coming to light. Um, it's, it's troubling. It's, 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 it's frustrating. And to me, I don't know how you reform that. Right. I don't know how you reform. It, it takes three police officers to, to subdue a 140 pound man. And mind you, I think Elijah might've been 18, 19 at the time. He's in this, he's at his oldest. He's in his like early twenties. So he's still a child to a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I know he's legally adult, but like functionally, he's like a child. And I don't know how you reform that. I don't know how you, I don't know how you hear those stories. I don't know how you hear stories such as like every year on Fred Hampton's birthday, the police go to Fred Hampton's grave site and shoot it up. I don't know how you, I don't know how you reform that. You know, it was an interesting take that I actually saw on the timeline and it was lawyers spend eight, 10 to 13 years learning how to practice law. Officers spend six months learning how to enforce it. it it's and even still, and even, and even still, still, even compared to compared to other countries. So for example, um, like I know Norway, in order to in order to be a police officer there, you have to go through two years of training. France, I think, is like at least a year to two years of training. I think Switzerland is up to four years of training. So even US, compared to other police, it, and I'm saying like, and I I realized I think some um, some police departments you 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 just don't even have to have your GED to you know if you want to be a police officer. And again, it's like. How are we demanding the least out of the people who have the most, you know? And so I put it like this. Chris Rock said something, like, in, in his last um, comedy special, where it was like, I don't think, he said, his words are, I don't think we're paying the police enough money. I think, you know, to do the complexity of a job, I don't think we're paying, we're paying the police enough money. And you get what you pay for. If we don't even, if we're saying we don't even need high school diplomas for some of these cities, you need a high school diploma to work at McDonald's nowadays. Yeah. If if I have to, if I have to have higher standards to flip burgers, and again, no shots to the people who flip burgers, no shots to the essential workers. 
But if I have to have a higher degree of education to work at McDonald's, then I have to have a badge, a gun, and the legal authority to use deadly force if I see fit. Something's wrong here. And, and, and another thing that Chris Rock said is, like, Sun Jobs can't have bad apples. Like, he said, for example, like, America, America Airlines can't say most of our pilots like to land. But, you know, we got a few bad apples. We just like to crash into, you know, the mountains. Right. That doesn't work like that. You can't, when, when the stakes are life and death, you can't have bad apples. You can't have bad apples as a doctor because you get sued for malpractice. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's consequences here. If, if they find out that your fuck up led to someone's death, you will be stripped of your medical license. You will be, you will be sued. You'll be found liable. There's consequences. And again, I think there's not enough, there's not enough consequences for this, for the police killing black people. There's not enough consequences. There are none. Um, to my recollection, and, to my knowledge, the closest that, it, and I really want to be corrected if I'm wrong, but the closest that I've ever seen to any type of um, resemblance of consequence was Amber Geyer. And even that was bullshit because you, you have fit the, the judge giving hugs and shit. Like, there is no real consequence. There is no real, like, what, what is, okay, we want, we want accountability, but not when you've got judges and, and, and the entire system. Let me back up. I noticed, I, my dad always had a quote. You want to know where the reasons behind shit, follow the money. So you do your own research, right? When you have the coroner's office, the DA, the prosecutor, even the defense attorneys, judges coming out of the same pool of money, cops coming out of the same budget, the same pool of money, you have a, a systematic issue. Nothing is fair. Exactly. Because DAs again, need cops. It, cops need judges. Cops need DAs. DAs need corners. Like, they, need, they all need each other. They all come out of the same you, and, budget. And you That's don't have to even, you don't even have to be a law school graduate or someone who's in tune with that, you can just watch it a couple episodes of Law and Order and realize the dynamic between the prosecutor and the cops and the judges and coroner's office. And they're all, again, this is, this is, so to ask one of those, to ask the prosecutor to, to investigate the judges, mind you, it, 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 investigate the cops, it, 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 there's, there's inherent bias because if the cops don't fuck with you, It'll give you evidence to help you clear your cases, whatever. So it's, it's again, they're pissing on this and they're telling us it's raining. And it's like, fam, come on now. Like, like the, the, the Breonna Taylor thing. And I'm, I promise I didn't intend to start on a, such a dark path, but I think this needs to be said. Let's get it out the way. Um, the Breonna Taylor thing is a systematic, it's a systematic failure. Because not only, so for example, a judge had to sign the warrant, the no-knock warrant to go into that house. Mind you, the person that they were looking for were, was already in police custody when they executed that, that warrant. There's miscommunication there. So why are you executing a warrant in a place where the person that you're looking for on this warrant is already in custody? And the the report comes back. And why did you not know the, that? The report comes back after you shot Breonna Taylor eight times and said her injuries were none. Excuse me? Like when Brianna Taylor's mother was asking to see Brianna when asking to see the reports, you're giving her a runaround for several hours. 
Like, it's a smack. Breonna Taylor, I think, is frustrating to me. It's frustrating to everybody. It's frustrating to me because, A, this is, like, the most clear-cut example of, like, some bullshit. Like, you pull up to somebody's house in unmarked cars. So you don't pull up in, like, 911, you know, police car. You pull up in unmarked cars. So I don't know. So I don't know that you're police. You don't knock in. You don't knock. Say, hey, police, open up. You just break in. So Brianna Taylor's boyfriend, and God, God bless his soul. God because, bless him. Because I listen, I know if I was him, they would have to put me on suicide watch to be quite honest. It's not even so, suicide he, watch. I'd be dead. Because there's no way. There's no way. Be, because so he thinks he's being robbed. Because again, a bunch of unmarked cars pull up and break into his house. He thinks he's being robbed, so he fires a shot. And in the police's head, and that's part of the reason I'm not 100% confident in that we're ever going to see justice for Brianna, is because he fires a shot. Because he, he, thought, he thinks he's being robbed. But that one shot is the justification for them to fire 22 rounds back at Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend. And so, so, because again, like, because you don't announce that you're police. You don't say, hey, police. You don't do none of this shit. You I'm just not- break in. If, my house sorry if i'm not mistaken i do believe that the charges against her boyfriend have been dropped her, but charges have because they, they initially they initially charged him with like attempted murder um i think or, those or, char- i so think that charge has those charges dropped. yes he is home he is home right now um but obviously for him that is little solace right like you know what i'm saying like yeah i'm home i'm free but like my girlfriend's dead this has become an international story. This has become an international trending topic. And the three police officers who executed this, this no-knock warrant are still racking up checks from so there the government. Are, so if we're paying attention, one of the officers has been, has been fired. The other two officers have not. Um, I believe they're on paid administrative leave. All three of them are on paid administrative leave. Only one of them has... Well, no. All three of them were on paid administrative leave. One of them has been terminated as of today. Still not enough. Still far from enough. And it should not be taking this long. Also, I but that's to- a re- But that's the reason why. It's because this... Breonna Taylor is a systematic failure of our justice system. Because, again, a judge signed off on these no-not warrants. So, like, and mind you, if a no-knock warrant, and, and, and apparently that same judge signed off on 12 of these no-knock warrants in, like, five minutes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he, it was kind of like, you know how, like, it's, like, 4.58, you get off at 5, but you still got, like, seven things you got to approve, so you don't even look over it, just, like, fuck it, go, 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 I'm out. That's what this judge did with, like, warrants to arrest people. It was like, what? You need what? All right, nigga, I got five minutes. Let's go. And so, and so then you talk about to prosecutors, and then you talk about the communication of, hey, the person that you're looking for, is our, it, we have him in custody, so we don't need to, ex- you know, this is, that's why it's taking so long, and that's why I don't have a lot of faith, is because this, this is a different story. You can't just say this is a, a rogue cop going, right. going wrong, as you could with, you know, George Floyd, or as you could with Rashard Brooks. This is a system. The, a systematic failure and the system very rarely wants to admit it's failed itself and that's why it's taking 105 days on counting 
Um, and to be honest, I, I know that we, we say, you know, the arrest, the cops who killed Breonna Taylor is starting to feel like Flint hasn't had clean water in 700 some days to me. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, we, yes, we keep saying that. Saying, and like, again, I know my TL is not the TL of everyone. I know. But like all of those go harder for Brianna and like say her name and like y'all must have forgot Brianna Taylor. No one on my timeline has. But it's like, what else can we do? Because us saying this and keeping her name trending and us, you know, making calls to the AD, making calls to the governor, making calls doesn't seem like it's working. Like it doesn't seem like what we're, we're what the social media awareness and like the petitions and the emails is getting to any sort of progress, and it's and it's frustrating. It's, it's frustrating the same way where we keep saying, "Hey, Flint hasn't had clean water since 2014," and and everyone's just kind of like, "Eh." You know I mean, like for example, Flint still doesn't have clean water to this day. To this day, Flint still doesn't have clean water. And I'm just like, eh. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's the, in a moment of honesty, it's frustrating. Right. And it's also, frustra- and it's also frustrating. I'm, I'm, I'm on a fence about how I feel about the memification of some of this. And memification is a word today because I don't need to ask permission to make up words anymore. Um, but it's like, I understand everyone has their own way of awareness and everyone has their own way of like making sure you know, Breonna Taylor doesn't get forgotten, but some of it, and it's, it also feels like we don't need to make a meme out of baby girl dying. You know what I mean? We don't need to, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 some, of, and some of the stuff I'm seeing, and maybe you could touch upon it a little bit, feels right. real borderline, like you're just doing this because it's trendy and it's like a meme sort of thing. And it feels and gross. And I really don't it's also like, like the fact that we're memeing her name. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I posted something. Here's the thing. Let me. I have mixed feelings about this. I'm here for whatever's going to keep her name on the tips and lips on yeah. everybody's tongue. So if it's yes, it's a great day to arrest Breonna Taylor's murderer. It's a beautiful day. Hey, COVID's still out here. So when you arrest Breonna Taylor's murderers, wear your mask. The point is arrest the people who murdered Breonna Taylor. And no, do I want this to become one of those things where we're we're just seeing it and it's clever, so we retweet it without really, really understanding or really really respecting the life that was lost here no i think that people are convoluting it as disrespect and it's not i think that we're we should not be losing the severity of the situation and that's my point so yes whatever's going to keep her name trending i am here for it. but let's not let's let the purpose behind the reason why it's important for us to keep her trending let that not be lost on us and that's my only point about it Absolutely. I want to see the pictures. I want to keep, keep their names alive. I, you know, it's one of those things, and I think you and I have touched on this before, where we, hold on, my, my mic dropped. Sorry, guys. But it's one of those things where it's like, I need to keep up with these women's cases. Because the moment that they're not trending, like Toya and Selu, the moment they're not trending anymore all the trans women lives that were lost the moment they're not trending anymore their cases get swept and we see it time and time and time again so with brianna taylor whatever helps us as black people we we use humor as a coping mechanism 
And I don't want that to be confused with using coping with the depth of this without losing the severity of the situation. And it's like, to be honest, it does get exhausting having to stay on top of stuff like this because that's the only way our justice is served. Like with Elijah McClain, this happened almost a year ago, 2019, October 2019. His name was trending yesterday. And the only reason why it's trending is because of public outrage. Because, because black people got their hands on this case and decided to raise hell. Like Aubrey. And it's also... The only time we heard it, about it, Aubrey because black people got their hands on the footage and rose hell. Brianna's not trending anymore. And a lot of times the names aren't stopped trending because actually, historically, Brianna's name wouldn't have trended had it just had this been a year ago, Brianna's name wouldn't have been trending. And I'm gonna stand by that. The fact that we, it, because of the lack of video footage that comes with her death. And so now we're just like, no, that can't be an excuse. That can't be a rhyme or a reason. That can't be the reason why we let this young lady die. We can't, this can't be the reason why we let her go. This cannot be it. And so I just want us to main, keep steady, steadfast, keep our name trending. And let's make, and I hate that we have, I even have to say this, but she deserves to be made an example of, of how black people are not just going to let this go. We're not going to take this line down any longer. You're not going to keep sweeping our cases under the rug. You're not going to keep killing us. And we just have to, and we trend their names or we march in the street. And that's, the, that's that on that. Like, don't get me wrong. Even with coming down to the murals that we're seeing in each city, including Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a Black Lives Matter mural in the middle, in the front of City Hall. And it was done by Black people. It was absolutely gorgeous. Like, the artwork itself, my commentary is not about the artwork at all, nor the hands behind it. I thought, I think it's absolutely necessary, absolutely important, but that can't be it. Otherwise, it looks performative, and it looks like, listen, where are the legislation? I mean, listen, being being not racist right now is profitable. And, I mean, Yes. Okay. So again, I have a lot of mixed feelings, right? Yeah, it should be profitable to not be a racist, right? Like this should be what makes the most financial sense because oftentimes it wasn't. Oftentimes it wasn't the most, you know, like the fact that it's now a net positive that Black Lives Matter, the fact that it's now a net, you know what I'm saying, like a net financial gain to kind of make that statement and, and, right. and quote-unquote stand in solidarity. That's a win, right? Like, like, yes, it should be mainstream because, again, that's not always been the case. And right. If you don't believe me, look at, look at the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins. Names are offensive as hell. As but wherever name... <laughs> like imagine, like imagine, imagine the Cincinnati Caucasians, or you know what I'm saying, the fucking Saint Louis. The Cincinnati you know Caucasians I mean? is wild. You know what I'm saying, like, but like, so part of me is happy that, but the conversation has trended to where being not racist is profitable, but also because I know it's profitable right now. I'm looking at all this shit like, okay, cool, you made a statement. Let me see your board. Of, let me see your board of directors. Let me see if you have a black person or a woman in a position that's not head of diversity and inclusion. Let me see the legislation that you passed, or let me see the reforms that you're talking about. Let me see, like you know what I mean, like stuff, like stuff like Chicago. 
and I um who their mayor Lori Lightfoot um who is a black uh queer woman. Yes, that you know y'all what I mean? But, the but, hell out of. You know what I'm saying? But like she, but she looked like she gonna ask you for for t- to hold twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, let me get that, my boy. Appreciate you, my boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, having, I know you ain't even have it for real. I appreciate. And you. Let, me, let me hold some real. You know what I'm saying? Like, we memed her. And yeah, Chicago has one a beautiful Black Lives Matter, you know, more, you know, mural. But in Valeda's budget, she's increased spending on on the police. Like, it, you, so it's like, fam, a all skin folk and kin folk. B right. all the shit is cute, but but don't but don't 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 hide behind the, the performative and then try to give the police more money. That's not what we're asking for. Same thing nope. with Cincinnati. Like, yeah, this Black Lives Matter mural is cute, cute, but in your budget meeting that you had a couple of weeks ago, you increased, you you proposed increase for 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 funding for the police. And if you were listening to us at all, you would realize that that's not the case. Another thing yeah. that I'm frustrated with, another thing I'm frustrated I'm frustrated with is, um, I feel as like the left, and I I know this usually isn't a political podcast, but I hate that like Democrats and like the left have hashtags that sound way wilder than what we actually want versus the, the Republicans have hashtags that sound a lot less tame than what they're actually talking about. Like, for example, right. defund the police, right? When you just read defund or abolish the police, you're like, oh, what, nigga, what the fuck? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, nigga, you just want this shit to look like the purge? And then when you read, it's like, no, they, they don't want cops to just not exist, but like, Nigga, the cops are the biggest line item on every city budget. Maybe if we yes. repurpose some of that to other shit, we'll be all right. Versus the Republicans will have some shit like, you know, um, have will have some shit like uh, fucking, you know, tr- some some shit. And it'll turn out to be a whole Muslim ban or be like, you know, like, hey, I, you know, I just want I just believe that, like, we should just really be pro-life. And then you realize that means defunding Planned Parenthood in every state. You know what I mean? So it's frustrating because it's like the messaging messaging matters, and we'll talk about that when we talk about how you know between No Name and J Cole, but messaging does matter. I know it sucks to say to tell people like, look, it's not just not necessarily just about just what you say, but it's about how you say it. But messaging matters, and it's like especially in this time frame where we are dealing with headline after headline after headline after headline, our attention spans are shorter and shorter. You need something quick. And easy to be able to grab the attention of a lot of folks. Messaging matters, and so yes, all of this shit's cute. All of these Black Lives Matter murals is cute, and, and don't I'm not dismissing the artists behind it. I'm not dismissing the actual art, but that can't be like nigga. That's a start. But only good thing about starts is that they continue with something. Like if you if that's a if you say that's a start and then you don't do anything else, nigga, that's not a start. It's an end. Like, all we've gotten so far is, like, a bunch of three-day weekends and, and murals. You know what I mean? And speaking of three-day weekends, let's finally talk about our Juneteenth. We have been depressed for about 30 minutes now. And that was not my intention of this podcast. So. You know what? We have to get that out the way, though, because it's important. And I just feel like it's responsible. Like, it's not even just a feeling. It is the responsible thing to do. So that's our portion of the day. Um, anywho, friend. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? <laughs> so this weekend, this weekend, Juneteenth, um, I think, again, this is probably the first 
Well, in Cincinnati, we've always had Juneteenth celebrations. I've been part of throwing a couple of Juneteenth celebrations. Um, but mm-hmm. this is probably like the first the first time. I'll put it like this: words are hard, but more people had awareness about Juneteenth this time around than ever before. Would you Would you be wrong? Would Would I be wrong in saying that? No, this year's Juneteenth celebration felt like euphoric almost. Like it felt. And I know we're supposed to be still social distancing and being careful and wearing our masks. Yes, all of those things need to be need still need to be practiced. We are still in the middle of a global pandemic. But after you didn't already ride it in the streets, you went went to all the protests. You stood in solidarity with the black lives that we've recently lost. It felt good to be in the streets behind something, just being around black ass people and having a black ass good time and drinking black ass liquor. And just being positive and black and in the streets behind something that was celebratory. It felt really fucking good to do that this weekend. And yeah, so like this is kind of, I think, for a lot of people, uh, for some people, because, you know, we've seen some of you niggas' IG stories and y'all niggas never went in the house. So there's that. Um, People kind of coming back out, you know, especially us as black folks kind of wanted to kind of, you know, kind of, you know, be around good energy. Um, and so this whole weekend was a lot of that. I know for me, I had a really busy Friday and Saturday. Like, I was really kind of just busy with different Juneteenth celebrations. My organization, you know, shout out to Palooza Noir, shout out to uh, DJ HD, shout out to, um, shout out to my Prime mother, shout out to, shout out to DJ Primetime. Like, oh, you know, everybody had, like, you know oh, what I'm saying, shout out actually big... Yes, <laughs> Mama Calvin, like it. Mama Calvin was definitely in the street. Sam, they made me. I had to give. I gave a whole speech at, at this shit, man. Like whole six minute speech, basically calling out the police department for their bullshit because they tried to listen. So proud of you. They tried to finesse niggas, like, like, because you know I'm from Middletown, Ohio. It was like Middletown hasn't had a you know a public size case of police brutality. I'm like. Yeah, but y'all niggas still slow down when I walk around because I fit the description. Y'all niggas still pull over niggas who drive too, who drive a car that's too good for, like, that's because you ain't killing nobody. Like, well, I know we talk about, like, applauding a fish for swimming when, it, when it's in reference to niggas doing the bare minimum. That applies. Just because you ain't killing nobody doesn't mean that you get, like, props, my nigga. That, like, that's the that's bare minimum. Like, don't kill nobody doing some police shit. Bare minimum. Anyway. Um... And so I was I was bouncing up and down all this weekend. Um, again, trying you know trying to still socially distance, put on masks, you know, hand sanitizer on deck, all that shit. Because I know, for example, Friday, like we de- you designate you were designated like go inside, revel and get us drinks. We all the rest of us were like we just go stay yes. outside in our in our little corner in our little cut. You know what I mean? Mind and our my friend mind. group. I'm the less immunocompromised. <laughs> so like not saying that I can afford to get sick but my immune system is a little bit stronger because I don't have the 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 pre-existing medical conditions that a lot of my friends do so if anybody's going to take a risk it would be me also that because I love you I was like I was like I was like because I love you I'm I, I had a comment but I'm going to tuck it because I love you and I care and I ain't going to put you What's up, nigga? Nigga, that vast your excuse for 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 acting the way you act is because I'm I'm less immunocompromised, so that, you know I can just 
Oh, ma'am, ma'am, this weekend. Oh, I'm gonna get to that. Oh, I was definitely gonna touch on my weekend. Go ahead. I have okay, got listen. I have a self drag. It's, it's coming. Okay, cool. All right, because because you know if I do it, it's gonna hurt. If you do it, it might it might hurt less. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so yeah, so you just kind of you know trying to be around people. You know, mad elbow daps. Like don't don't nigga don't give me a handshake right now. What the fuck wrong with you? Uh, like, like niggas will reach for the handshake, and I'm like elbows, nigga. Fuck, the fuck, nigga. Like, and then you had some people who would, then you had some people who just wouldn't accept it. Like, like, cause generally, if if you reach for the handshake and you get an elbow, people just like give you elbow, cause you know, you know what I'm saying. They, they understand. Like, we still in the middle of a pandemic, and you you the first time I saw your ass in three months. But then there's some people who still have the hand out even after you give them the elbow, and you're like. Nigga, read the room. Read. <laughs> like, this ain't the time to force the dap. This ain't the time to force the dap on niggas. Um, no. And so, you know, trying to do this socially, it was good. Um, I think a couple things, I think, for Juneteenth 2021. Um, if you are white, if you are Caucasian descent, <laughs> if you are, if your ancestor comes from the Caucasus Mountains, and you want to kick it on Juneteenth with, with, with the black folk, there's a two-drink minimum for you, to, for you to be in attendance of any of these Juneteenth celebrations. You must buy two people, two black people a drink, and the black person gets to choose a drink. So if I want Hennessy privilege, because I want you to recognize your white privilege, I want Hennessy privilege today. If I want a white, if I want a white Russian, because I feel like it's funny and it'd be ironic, I'm going to get that shit. Because, cause, listen, the funniest part of that entire weekend was when it was, it was the click, it was the crew, and, like, this Uber pulled up in the middle of 12th Street, you know what I'm saying, during the middle of the black party, and, like, Let, yeah, honey, and then, and then this white girl leaped out the back seat, and, like, just the way that she walked out, like, <laughs> every person around here, especially during these heightened racial tensions, was like, uh-uh, mm-mm, that did something to my spirit, mm-mm. Because she just walked out, like, it was a mixture of, like, I don't belong she here. She walked out? And it was, she it was, was a, nervous? But it was a mixture of, like, this nervous, yeah, it was, it was, it was like a mixture of, like, I, yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was a mixture of, like, I don't belong here, but I'm also still better than all you things. And it was like, yes, bitch, yes. She go away. And literally, literally, our entire face look, you turned, we were just like, and there was that one token black girl of the group. That, that you could tell like, this, was a, this was her idea? That, definitely her idea. Definitely. And, then and it, it wasn't that they weren't unwelcome. It's not that they weren't unwelcome. It was the way that they pulled up. Like, you got dropped off in the middle of the black party. You popped out like this was your shit. And then you had the audacity to look at us like we wrong for wondering what the fuck to do. It was a lot. And, like, I knew it wasn't us because we was around. It was us. And then we also looked around to, like, the people behind us. And they had the same look on their face. So we all felt that shit. We was like, oh, this white bitch tripping. <laughs> like, excuse me? Honestly. And then there was a couple other, there was a couple other white instances where just like, look, like, all I had in my head was, you know, Dr. Umar Johnson, you may not bring your white wife. This is an African live stream only. You may the not African br- live stream. You may not bring your white wife, cause like, man, there's there's poor buddy. But you could t- listen. 
as someone who went to a PWI, as someone who, you know what I'm saying, I can tell the, the, the Oreos. And I know Oreos is somewhat of an offensive term. but That is so problematic, Calvin, because I got called an Oreo in school all the time. But I'm going to break it down. Here's what I mean by that. It's not, Oreo, Oreo isn't like necessarily dressing or talking white. It's a, it's a, it's a, but it's an aura that you carry. It's an aura that you care, like carry uh, on you. And yes, it's a problematic, but this is a problematic podcast, so I don't give a fuck right now. I, too, have been called an Oreo, so I can say that shit. It's kind of like how black people can say nigga, or like how you can call your girls bitch, but I can't call nobody a bitch. This is in the same realm, okay? So, and it's like, Buddy walked up, and like, he had like three, he had a polo hat, polo, polo, and polo shorts, all three different colors. So, like, boy, have a tri- the top three polo outfit going on. With his blonde wife, and it was just like the aura that they ca- the aura that they carried was like it's easy. You know how like you have a gaydar, right? Yes. Which I is ha- also problematic. It's problematic. This, this again. This again. I I fully understand everything I'm saying right now could be considered some bullshit, but it's my platform, so I don't give a fuck. Um, you <laughs> can tell. Calvin. You can tell that, buddy didn't really have black friends like that. You could just tell. Because you can tell when someone, like, quote-unquote, dresses white, but, like, still has black friends. But Buddy, you could tell, like, Buddy just... Because, first and foremost, no one knew who Buddy was. Like, no... Mind you, half of black Cincinnati was out. No one knew who Buddy was. Secondly, secondly, the, like, the white wife he was with was kind of just, like, leading him like almost like she was like told him about Juneteenth celebration and and, and and third I wish I could describe just how like how he looked like he looked it, there's one thing to like quote unquote dress white but but also you could dress white and still have like some swag to you but he didn't have no swag but he looked like he just felt like because it was polo it was swag enough you know you have some of them niggas or some of them, you know, people, because this is niggas is gender specific, who will have all the money in the world and still dress like garbage, even though it's just designers. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what Buddy looked like to me. I'm like, I know you got money. Because, like, I nigga, the polo dad hats ain't cheap. The polos ain't cheap. And the polo shorts ain't cheap. I know, I know you got money. But you still look like a poop up right now. How? <laughs> You know what? Because people assume designer means fashion, and it absolutely does not. It absolutely does not. Like, what's crazy is that, like, shout out to the girls who, like, thrift store, are thrift store enthusiasts and people who have made a living out of repurposing clothes and rebranding them. But, like, because just because it's designer don't mean it's fashion at all, to be honest. Man, can I tell you about the... Can I tell you about the bullshit Father's Day gift I saw from, from this one girl? So, so Father's Day was this past weekend as well. And for those who know me, know that Father's Day is always super complicated for me as far as like my history, which is like that. But that's not yeah. the point. Um, so this, so Shorty on Twitter was like, for Father's Day, he just wanted to go viral. So I took some of his his old outfits and repurposed them. Mind you, this now, mind you, hopefully she didn't get she actually got that nigga something. But her gift was to take this nigga's clothes and refashion it into shit she could wear. That was her gift for Father's Day. I mean, but he said he wanted to go viral, so I don't see that we don't, inappropriate. We don't know if that's real true. She could have just said that to make herself feel better. But like, I was like, I mean, how, 
How is that your gift is to take my shit and make it your shit? Can I be honest? This is something I thought it was cute because that's definitely like when I was heavy in fashion designing and like fashion wardrobe, when I was heavy in it, that my dad gave me all his old stuff. Like I had old flannels. I had vintage Tommy jackets. Like my dad, but that was just my dad. Like, But did you also get him shit for Father's Day? Absolutely. Like I got him something he would have wanted for Father's Day. My point. Like no one's saying that like you should not, repurpose it like obviously like i'm not saying that but like, if that, that's how he showed but like if that's how what he wanted for father's day who are we to argue about that uh i'm just saying in 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 in, in the case of women are terrible gift givers that is that is evidence <laughs> that is evidence that the prosecutor will use against y'all the women are terrible women, g- are te- women are not terrible gift givers i think men are ungrateful Look at you victim blaming. Look at you victim blaming. I, I cannot believe you. Nigga, what? Fail. Like. Huh? <laughs> you ever been so you ever been so flabbergasted that you can't speak? Huh? <laughs> Nigga. I huh? know for I know for a fact. I know for and I I know my for ex husband my future ex has been going my future next husband gonna hate me because my gifts are always head ass like they really are but I'm a great gift giver I give you shit that you didn't even like for instance beloved's birthday she mentioned she didn't have a ring light one time and I was like boom my friends too that y'all heard I needed a fucking um, microwave boom like it's thoughtful shit I get you things that you actually fucking need. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I give you gifts that spoil you and show you that I care and all that one shit. But, like, for the most part, for the most part, my gifts are very much so about, like, he mentioned this one time or he mentioned this in passing. We, so I went and I looked for it. So, Alex, just how, like, you tell me whenever you get on your niggas ain't shit rants that this doesn't necessarily apply to me? John. This don't necessarily apply to you. This is not for the thoughtful get the one out of every ten thoughtful gift givers or the niggas or the women who are tricks. We're talking about the women who will don't gift him shit he will enjoy. We're talking about we're talking about the women who who don't pay attention to their nigga because they they nigga is only serves a purpose to please them. It's a very, it's a very, it's not a symbi- symbiotic relationship. It's a parasitic relationship. Look at me using words. So, because it's like, you don't think that nigga is there to do nothing but to serve you. You don't pay attention to the shit that actually makes him happy. Because a lot of times, if he's happy and you are not the direct cause of said happiness, you now get an attitude. Those type of women are terrible gift givers. But women who gift you pussy for any major holiday slash anniversary are terrible gift givers. Like, you bought yourself lingerie as a gift to him. How? You know what? (laughs) Drag me. Because I've definitely bought lingerie for an anniversary. Like... Was that your only gift? Was Was that your only gift? I'm trying to get... I'm trying to shoot you some bail. Please let me shoot you some bail right now. Was that your only gift? Yeah. But God like, damn it, Alex. I was really I was really but, trying to shoot you, babe. I was trying to shoot you, babe. No. I could I can't lie. But like I cooked him dinner. Okay. Like I made it special. Like I cooked him dinner. Like it was very like I kicked the kids out the house. 
Meaning they just went to my mother-in-law's for the night. Another gift for you. Okay. Another gift for me. Okay. He had bought me lingerie I did not like because I'm still very body conscious. So he had bought me some lingerie I just didn't like. So what I did was that I took the same lingerie that he bought me and just like I sewed some parts together and like turned it into something I would actually wear. Um, and lace is very, very delicate, y'all. So just <laughs> so you so, so he bought the laundry lingerie that you use for his anniversary gift. So you didn't even buy the shit. Okay, first of all, stop making it seem like I'm trifling. Okay, like, I'm, I was to trying life. to shoot you bail, and then you said, but, like, "But only okay, continue." He 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 bought me lingerie. I read like I restyle it to make it into something I would actually wear, and then um, and then like I cooked dinner. I remember like it was the Thursday before our actual like anniversary weekend, so the kids have been just gone. They were gone from Thursday to Sunday. God was good, but. Fucking, um, so I was cooking dinner in the lingerie. Like, I had ran bubble baths. I put roses out. So, like, he may have not gotten, like, a technical, like, I went to the store and bought you something. But his love language is quality time and physical touch. So I made sure that, like, it was very quality and very touchy-feely. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, he, all right, so I was just broke at the time. and didn't Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Because you was, you was digging. I was just broke at the time. I, I really just wanted you to put the shovel down, shovel down and stop digging. Cause... Yeah, I was just broke okay. at the time. I, I ain't going to hold you. We had just literally just, like, paid off a major bill. We had, like, it was our first wedding anniversary. Like, I just, I ain't have it. I ain't have it. But I wanted to make it special. So, yeah, that's what we did. So there's that. It's just like, and so, and honestly, truth be told, I know we talk about how, you know, black women are the breadwinners in their households, like 75% of the time. Um, and mind you, that's that. It's also mispur- mispurpose and misuse because it includes households where the black woman is only the only one living in the house, right? You know what I mean? So it's not just, right. it's not just, oh, if a black woman lives with somebody, she's head, but she's a breadwinner 75% of the time, 80% of the time. It was a cool like times where black women just don't live with another person. So like that again, I hate I hate people okay, people but use that still makes me that no, still makes me the breadwinner. It does, but people were using that in a scenario of that eighty eighty percent of relationships a black woman is the breadwinner. It's just not the case. I again, you can make a stat say whatever you want it to. You just have to add proper context. And so the context I'm adding again. If you live by yourself, you are the breadwinner in your house. You are the head of your own household, honey. Three snaps to you. However, you are not necessarily the breadwinner in a relationship if y'all don't, if y'all live in separate households. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, again, it's kind of one of right. things where, like, people took the headline and then ran with it and extrapolated something that the actual article did not mean. You're not wrong. But Calvin, <laughs> we are dead ass wrong because we are forgetting something. We what forgot a- something. And honestly, if we go any further into this episode without like mentioning this, we both go get cussed out. So let's back it on up like a U-Haul truck. And we have to absolutely wish yesterday was one of my good friends. One of my like one of my best friends. I've known this woman for for years. Yesterday was her birthday, her 32nd, actually. And I really don't know where my life would be without her. Like, she, we met at Wright State University um, about nine, uh, yeah, about 10 years ago, nine, 10 years ago. 
She saw me, took me underneath her wing, and like we've been inseparable since. So happy birthday, Miss Shawnee. We love you. She is a huge supporter of the show. She's one of my, like I just said, one of my good friends. She's a huge portion of just the things that keep me grounded and keep me sane a lot of the times. And she's always just been a really good friend. And you deserve, she deserves the absolute world. So we have to take the time out to shout her out. Happy birthday, Miss Shawnee. We love you. You took a lot of the words out of my mouth. Um, just know, just know, all I'm going to say is, like, I could not participate in all of these cash app a random black woman lunch money, cash app a random <laughs> black woman $100, cash app a black woman a Lamborghini, whatever the fuck the price was. I could not <laughs> Cash part- app a black woman a Lambo. <laughs> I could not participate because my discretionary funds was going towards one, was, was one particular individual. So, <laughs> therefore... Um, yeah, like I think honestly, um me and her, we we were we have been friends for a while. We were we've been Twitter homies since like twenty twelve, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like kicking the shit. So like um she has been a supporter of us individually for for years. You know what I mean? Like kind of been she is like the mom of our friend group, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. But, like, when we be making bullshit acquisitions, she's kind of the one that's like, hey, stop. I, I, don't, don't do that. Um, and she again, won't, but see, what's, what's crazy about Shawnee is she'll never tell you what to do. She'll tell you, like, if I were you, like, be careful. Like, Shawnee's never been like, don't do that shit. Like, unless it's something you really ain't got no business doing. But, like, she'll be like, sis, just be careful. Like, whatever it is, just be careful. General, and, and, and generally, if she tells you be careful, she's really being like, don't do that shit. But like Don't you're a grown shit. you're a grown ass human being, so she kind of just lets you rot. Um, but yeah, she's been individual supporters of us. You know what I'm saying? Before me and you knew each other, we both knew her. You know what I mean? Um, and you know you always like to say you had her first, but whatever. But like I before, did. but before we knew each other as me and you, and before this platform was a platform and anything of that nature. She was she supported us as individuals, and so then when we came together as this platform, you know, what I mean, she it was kind of like an easy decision for her to be a huge supporter, you know, of whatever we do, and that is something that's rare. You don't necessarily find that in everybody. Um, so as on as far as this platform is concerned, um, we thank her because again, she she. She posts our episodes every time, every week. You know what I mean? She she puts on her home her home girls, her homies with it. You know what I'm saying? People, you know, Bought a she, t-shirt. You know what I mean? Like people ask her, you know what I'm saying? So like she is she is a she is a supporter of the platform, and for that we are super duper thankful. Um, yeah. So there's Thank you. so happy birthday, baby. We love you. Yeah. All right. Oh. Yeah, let's get what, what else we got because you know we didn't go back and forth and hit, hop, skipped, and jumped over shit. So, what's next? Um, I'm pulling up the topics now. Give me just a moment. Where did this accent come oh. from? Okay, shut up. So, do you want to talk about J. Cole and No Name? You, you're because... praising this like you don't want to. Because uh, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Oh, listen. Okay, so because we got new added context today. 
We absolutely did. Okay, and I'm so actually you're mad because it'll prove my point. You're mad because it'll kind yeah. of like leave into my point. Okay, and this is why I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, let's get right into it. All right, cool. You know, listen. Anytime I can revel into like being right on some shit, great. Um, especially after the like the last two I hate weeks. It here. Especially after the last two weeks. Oh yeah. Um. So again, but I'll I'll be partial. I will be partial on 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 scouts on there on on the dead homies. I will be partial to in in this and explaining the story. I'll give my opinion okay. later. Is that fair? Okay, that is fair. So the story starts. Um. Um. No name tweeted. Um. Like kind of right after George Floyd's murder. Um. It was like, and I'm we're paraphrasing because she's deleted a tweet. And I don't have a screenshot. Basically, like some of your biggest rappers have made their whole discography on black flight, but can't even be bothered to put a tweet up. Niggas is niggas is flat pound, basically. Like we're paraphrasing, but she basically like some of your favorite rappers, big selling rappers, have you know had their whole discographies about the black plight, but can't even make a tweet. Niggas is foul because this is around the time where pe- we were shaming celebrities when they speak up and donating, right? Like that one homegirl who came out of nowhere, the one Evelyn, whatever her name is, the one who kind of looked like Wendy Williams but not in a disrespectful way, um, was mm-hmm. kind of was kind of really behind like shaming these celebrities into donating, right, to the Minnesota Minnesota uh, bail fund and, and other charities. So that's no name's tweet. And, and again, she did, again she didn't put no names on that tweet. But when you say big selling select rappers who make their music about the black flight, two names come into mind, right? J. Cole and Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar. Because yes. those are the two people who are kind of who are, who are the, the superstars of rap who kind of make quote-unquote conscious music. I hate using that term, but whatever. And so then the next day, photos come out of J. Cole protesting in Fayetteville, North Carolina at the, at the Black Lives Matter you know, protest. Like, out in front lines protesting a uh, photo of Kendrick protesting in Compton comes out later. So, mind you, you know, J. Cole's actively out fronting. So, he, J. Cole doesn't tweet, for real. Right? J. Cole is not a huge social media user. Neither is Kendrick, but this is more about J. Cole. But photo leak, like, no, he's on the front line. So, it's kind of like a rebuttal to that initial critique. Like, yo, I don't need to tweet when I'm out here protesting with the people. That's what mm-hmm. So then um, we fast forward, you know, and mind you, with J. Cole, J. Cole has been, pro- like, J. Cole was in Ferguson protesting when Mike Brown died. Like, J. Cole has been kind of, like, out actively in the front lines. He's made songs about it. So it's kind of like, this is not new for J. Cole. Would you agree? Right. I, I would okay. agree with that. Okay. So then we fast forward to... Um, Last week, last week it was it was literally I think like right after we recorded, honestly, because I remember like because I turned my phone on Do Not Disturb, so I turned my phone off of Do Not Disturb, and I'm like that new Cole track. Everybody's like hitting me up about it, so it was literally right after we recorded last week. J Cole released a song called Snow on the Bluff. Um, he said he wrote it around like June 4th or whatever. Like so, he wrote it before um the passing of uh Toyin, the passing of and you know. Like he wrote it before, like the recent rash of like black trans women and black black women. Excuse me. Let me make, make, not be disrespectful. Black women die. Um. So he wrote it, and and in that song, he kind of he he, he um, I played as the intro the outro last week. You know, 
he kind of talks about like, you know, hey, you know, um, I'm frustrated, but you know, I hear this woman, you know what I'm saying? She's she, she's mad at everybody, but like, I think she's talking about me. Like, again, going to the tweet that no name posted and deleted. And so then he goes into a discussion, you know, kind of talks about like, seems like this woman is, you know, someone who's been able to kind of learn, you know, from, from different books and her parents have kind of brought into her, you know, kind of, you know, a reading, like, basically like, from the gist of it is, this woman clearly, A, has a, you know, background, a, a more educated background, B, clearly knows a lot more about this, this being the movement, racism, whatever, whatever this is, clearly is more educated than me on this. However, I ain't like the way she come. I ain't like the way she came at me. You know what I mean? I ain't like the way she came at me. Like, like it, the, the, the line that really, I hate to use the word triggered because it sounds like I'm making fun of, but this is real. The line that triggered a lot of people was like, there's something about this queen's tone that's bothering. And mm-hmm. he kind of, and he kind of goes into like, like, I ain't like the way she came at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, maybe, maybe if, if the goal is to get all of us on the same page, you could kind of help, you know, cause everybody, everybody doesn't necessarily know how, you know, everybody doesn't know what you know. Everybody doesn't know how to get to what you know. Maybe you can help us get there and not, and, and you don't need to like belittle me about it. And then towards the so- end, and then wait a minute, let me finish. And then, and then toward mm-hmm. the end, he kind of he kind of he's like, look, I know people think I'm this huge activist type nigga. I'm not. I'm, a, I'm just a rapper. But maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I can't do more. And so that's how he ends. That's kind of like the song in a gist. Like again, I don't have the lyrics in front of me, and we not we not going to be just sitting here rapping the lyrics because that's not what you signed up for. But that's basically like the gist of the song. Absolutely what, not my ministry. What, 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 because you're about to argue, what did you see, what, what did I say that it, you don't agree with as far as like the gist of the song? Before we get oh, no, to no, no name, you're... before we, before we get to no name's response and kind of a, and kind of a backlash, is there anything I said wrong about how I, how I think that song is? No. I think, okay. no, 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 no. You were, you were spot on, right? And it was fair. Okay. So here's my take of things, so to speak. I think that if J. Cole was doing the... Here's my couple takeaways, right? Because I listened to it after the hype, like, after... Not the hype, but, like, after everybody was kind of, like, died down from talking about it for a Because that, that, initial, that, initial, that initial conversation... Whew! We're gonna talk about how Wild. some of you... Some of you niggas had crazy jerk reactions on both sides of the coin. Some crazy. Of you niggas had- knee-jerk... Y'all knee-jerk reactions were very telling. I will say that. So... From where I stand, right? Because my knee jerk reaction was, Dicko, what the fuck? And then I went back and I said, I re listened to the song a couple times. And I'm just like, I understand exactly what I, I hate saying this, but I understood both sides, right? Same. Initially, my, my, initially, my stance was with no name. Like, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. It was extremely tone deaf. Read the fucking room. Had this just, and, and I, and, I stand by the fact that had this this particular record dropped in like February, where we weren't dealing with a mass outcry, a public outcry of the need for Black women to be protected, and, and, and really, really shown support in the way that we're constantly given support. Had that not been the case, had that not been the tone of the room, 
J. Cole, it would have just been, this conversation would have been like, no name versus J. Cole, right? It had been their issue. But because J. Cole, it came across, anytime that you mention a black woman's tone, it's microaggressive. Because of the angry black woman trope that we live under. That's microaggressive as fuck. As fuck. I don't give a fuck where it came from. Policing somebody's tone, policing a black woman's tone, period, is microaggressive. Also, we are still reeling off the heels of losing Alawalo Toyen. We're still seeking justice for Breonna Taylor. Read the room. Black women everywhere have been begging black men to listen, to understand, and to protect. Begging us. That was the conversation that was being had when J. Cole decided to drop this record. So no, from black women, it was not going to be well received. I didn't receive it very well either. And my second criticism of the record was, my second criticism of the record was, J. Cole, if you didn't like her tone, why didn't you just say what you needed to say without policing the way that she said it? But then that could have been arguable, well, here comes another man trying to mansplain what a black woman has to say. So I understand. But for me, it's just like, J. Cole, if you're supporting what she's saying, then why couldn't you just say, I support what she's saying without policing her right to say it in whatever ways make sense to her as an artist? It just, again, you don't have to police black women in order to get your points across. You can just say what you need to say and go, especially if you're going to turn around and just agree with her anyway. So. It was a lot. I don't want to cut you off. So. No, I'm done. Again, so if we're just we're, if we're just talking about J Cole's song, I think it's one of the things again. J Cole isn't on social media like that. Like before this, um, before this, um, you know, this last kind of episode, his last tweet was like, you know, a couple months ago. You know what I mean? So he's not. So I think with him, and again, you've got to understand like social media conversations and real life conversations are two different things. Like what's trending social media wise is not what's being spoken about spoken about in in like the real world. So I do think that yeah, the timing of it was bad. I'm not gonna argue with that. I'm not gonna argue with that at all. I don't. I just don't think that he. he I don't think that he himself knew the timing was going to be bad because he wrote it. He wrote it before the recent kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying, the rash of, of, of murders. He wrote it, like, June the 4th. So, that's, that's one thing I will concede. Um, but secondly, I think the main thing, the honest thing of it was, and anything that's not full-throated support of Black women in that time frame was going to be looked at a certain way. Like, because of the climate, because of right. everything. And so anything that's like, and I'm not saying any, anybody's above or below criticism, but in that moment, Black women weren't trying to hear criticism on anything that they had going on because it was a very sensitive time frame. Um, you know, because of everything that was going on, Again, the, the message and the messenger are equally important. And right now, and in that moment, a black man giving that message to any black woman wasn't it wasn't going to be received in the way that it was intended because of everything else. Now, the actual message, once you realize, 
because again, I had to kind of catch myself up. I'm like, you know, what I'm saying, like, well, what's going on? Why is why do we think this is about no name? He didn't really drop a name. And then when you realize the initial kind of conflict, it's like, oh. When I was able to understand it, it was like, oh, Shorty was talking slick. He responded to Shorty and Kind. This isn't a this isn't a, a and I think a lot of people took the 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 into the one on one conflict and extrapolated into a cultural thing when I don't think that was his intention at all. Right? It was like Shorty. Well, in that's his what mind, I'm saying. Yeah, in, in his mind, it was like Shorty was talking slick. I responded. I responded. You know, what I'm saying honestly how I responded. I ain't, this wasn't a, 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 a this wasn't a critique of the culture, but it got taken as such. And so then we fast forward. So we fast forward. So the next day, J. Cole doesn't apologize because it's like I stood I stood on what I said. And honestly, I I don't know if it's my place, but I appreciate the I, I appreciate if you meant what you said. I appreciate it for not apology because the, the fake apology when you we know we really meant it. But now you're just doubling back because your PR team said so. It, it would it rings hollow. So he added some context. He was like, "Look, I follow. You know, what I'm saying like I don't have no necessarily a beef with Shorty. You know what I'm saying I, she. I think she's doing good work. I just I meant every word I said. It was honest. You could you can agree, disagree, but it's how I felt. And I, under, I understand. Like I appreciate that level. Of, I appreciate that because like again, if you mean that shit, stand ten, stand ten toes on it. Don't throw rocks and hide your hands because your PR team told you to." That, that apology that he would have get, given wouldn't have been authentic. So then No Name released a response called uh, Song 33. And it's kind of, you know, a 70-second response to J. Cole, you know, kind of basically like, nigga, you know what I mean? Like, with all this shit going on, nigga, you, you want to focus on me? You know what I'm saying? It feels, patriarchal, it feels like patriarchy. Like, nigga, what the fuck? We worried about black girls dying. Like, what the fuck? And so, which, in my opinion, and again, this is my opinion, I understand, like, look, if J. Cole shoots in a song, no name has the exact right to shoot in a song, too, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. also, a lot of the main critique of J. Cole's song was, nigga, not now. Like, with all this shit going on, why release the song now? That same critique, in my opinion, would have been applied to no name song as well. No name, in my opinion, didn't need to respond. She she has every right to respond, but she didn't need to. Especially if your goal is to continue to focus on what's actually going on, you don't need to respond with you don't need to respond with a song if that if that's your goal. I don't know no name personally. I can't say what her goals should or should not be. I'm just saying if your goal is to focus on the actual issues at hand, you don't necessarily need a song to respond. You was winning without the song. If 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 in in a, in a contest in a, in a sort of you was winning without the song. To be honest, right. And then, but then, then no name. Then apologize. And, and here's why you didn't need to release a song if you're going to turn around and apologize for it. Because again, I see both sides. If you're going to go ahead and release a song, don't turn around and then apologize for releasing the song, saying it's distracting from the current moment. I don't think, and I understand like the implications of black women always needing to feel like they need to apologize for being not aggressive, but for being assertive in their beliefs. And I don't want that to, I don't, that, is a, that is a real thing. And I want to make sure I, right. as, a, as, a, as a man, acknowledge that. But I also don't feel like she needed, I don't feel like she needs to apologize. But I also feel like if you, just, if you were going to turn around and apologize, don't release, don't release the song in the first place. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. 
I think that, again, when we start talking, like I said before, I think when we start talking about tone policing, right, on both sides at this point, because J. Cole, like I said, and I, and I think this is what makes this kind of difficult for me, because had this record drop or issue drop back in, like, say, January, this would not be the issue that it is today. But I do agree that, like I said before, the moment that you start mentioning a black woman's tone, it becomes microaggressive. So I understand exactly why No Name got pissed off. Because it pissed me off. And get past knee-jerk reactions. There, if you get past like the knee-jerk reactions of, of all of this shit and listen to what they're both saying, they're making the same point. Exactly. We have bigger fish to fry. We have bigger fish to fry is the point of, bo- of what they're both saying. So I really wish that they would both at this point put the bullshit aside and get to the work that they're saying needs to be done. And and so exactly. So it's like, look, you know what I mean? Like we're we're both like, look, man, like all this shit, like we got shit we gotta focus on. Like J. Cole was like, we got shit we gotta focus on. So if you're more if you're more advanced and educated than me, like, you know what I'm saying, like, help me get there. You know what I mean? If, if we got bigger shit to fry. And no name was like, nigga, why are you talking about me? We got bigger shit to fry. So again, Again, the whole tone thing, and I do, and again, I do think, I'm, and I know it's a microaggression, but it's also very real. You have to understand that, like, your the, the way you deliver your message is almost more important than your actual message. You attract more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. So it's like, how many times? And as someone who gets, as someone who gets police about my tone all the time because of how loud I talk, Same. how boys, you know what I'm saying? So I like, I, I struggle with that, and I understand. That's why I understood no name, like fuck you mean nigga watch your tone like I, the fuck but it's also like if i need to be careful on how i say this to you because i need you to understand how i meant it because if i say this in a certain way i know you're going to jump off a rail that's tone and so yes it's hard you don't want to police anyone for, for how they speak but it's also like i know for a fact if i say this to you and maybe something that's a little softer or, or speak in a way that I know you're going to understand, you're going to get with me, and I'm going to save the next 20 minutes of us having an argument about how I said some shit. So that's why I'm like, you know what I mean? So like, I get it, but also like, the way you deliver your message matters. And then that's when we fast forward into today's tweets, where again, no name almost kind of proved J. Cole right. And I hate, I hate that she proved J. Cole right. Because I really hated it. Because again, so... No name, you know, her original name was No Name Gypsy, but once she found out that, like, the term Gypsy was offensive to, um, like, Middle Eastern Americans. Actual Gypsies? Actual Gypsies do exist. But, like, when she realized that, so the term Gypsy for, like, Middle Eastern Americans and kind of, like, Iranian is, like, nigger for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can use that. If you're not part of the culture, you can't use that. You cannot use it, yes. Oh, it's like Guido for but Italians. Then TLC has an in- yes, but then TLC has an entire show dedicated to gypsies. But I'm I'm let it go. That's <laughs> also it. wrong. This ain't it. Yeah, but but wrong as shit. So oh, but listen, real quick, real real quick, guys, real quick segue. I know that my phone. Like, so I just received a message from my twin sister. For those of you who do not know, I do have a twin sister. Um. And she actually just got approved for a house in Golf Manor. So congratulations are in order for my baby. Really excited. I'm really like, that's huge for our family. This would be the third house in our family at this point. So that's huge. So congratulations to my little baby. Congrats. Sorry. Congrats. Sorry. Congrats, twin. 
Um, anyway, not anyway, but like a big thing, but also back to the point. Right. Sorry. I mean, I want to make a bigger deal out of it. I just found out, so I need to get the details and, you know, you know, home buying is not easy. And I'm pretty sure that my parents have been a huge asset and help for that. So I just, generational wealth is happening in my family and I love to see it. Love to see it. So, so congratulations to my little baby. So back to no names tweet, right? So today, you know, she goes on, she's a, she goes on a tweet rant, whatever. And then the the tweet that kind of pissed everybody off was like, "I wish Angela, I wish Angela Davis was like, y'all praise, you know, I wish was praised like Beyonce, right? Like that was a tweet, right? That irritated my soul. Like since you had me right up until you said that shit. And, and a couple things. And it's not just because I'm a beehive. But but a lot of but, I'm a but a lot of times a lot of let's let's keep it a hundred. Let's keep it a hundred. You mentioned Beyonce's name in a tweet. 65% of the responses are only going to fo- focus on Beyonce, right? It's like, what the, like, don't disparage Beyonce. Beyonce be minding her business and be getting trending. <laughs> and then be getting, like, why the fuck am I trending? Like, Listen. Beyonce be dead ass minding her Julius, Ju- <laughs> come explain why I'm trending. What's going on? Did I release, please, did we release please. the album yet? Um, but anyway. But Blue Ivy on the phone with management. Like, <laughs> what? Like Beyonce be minding her business and end up trending. So sis be like, but also, what the fuck? but also. So the part about yeah. this that pissed me off, real quick, friend. The part about this that pissed me off was that Angela Davis and Beyonce have nothing to do with each other, sis. Nothing to do with each other. As a matter of fact, I don't believe that Angela Davis would subscribe to Beyonce's politics because Beyonce is a fucking capitalist. So the two women, you can't compare. You cannot compare. You cannot. So, but also, like I said, but, my good sis had me until she didn't. But also, going a little deeper, A, there's plenty of people who know who both Angela Davis and Beyonce is. Like, fans of Angela yes. Davis, like, if we had a Venn diagram of fans of Angela Davis and fans of Beyonce, that shit would be damn near a circle. Just off of the black, the black woman, woman liberation that Angela Davis often speaks about is very in tune with everything Beyonce has done self-titled and beyond. Yes. Very, you know what I'm saying? So like, A, they, they probably know each other. B, Angela Davis is an icon in her own right. She was an icon before Beyonce came out of Mama Tina. You know what I mean? So people know who Angela Davis is. Like, it's not like Angela Davis is like some unknown character. Like, she is revered among the circles right. that know her. Third, and again, I hate to pay, I really hate that J. Cole's right. You belittle people by saying it. Like, uh, I wish I, I wish Angela Davis was known as, like, first and foremost, you're wrong. Secondly, that I know, policing black women's tone, but that just sounded like hella shade. When you could have used hella that, shady. when you could have used the opportunity to educate those who don't know who Angela Davis is on why Angela Davis should be known to everyone, instead you 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 pulled Beyonce's name out your ass, and then decided to drop it in there for a little razzle dazzle. Again. When the original conflict was J. Cole saying, hey, you may know more than me, but you ain't got to belittle me for be shady at me and talk down to me in order to educate me. And then you turn and after getting in your feces about what he said, you turned around and did the exact shit he accused you of doing. 
on the timeline where everyone can see it. Just you, you she, she she blew just, a three she blew a three one lead. She blew a three one lead. She was up three one and she blew the shit. You really really hate to see it. And I'm you and I'm not even I'm not even <laughs> trying to gloat because because I saw some people throw some shots. And we'll talk about some of you disrespectful motherfuckers. Y'all got me all the way fucked up. I'm not one. Of, I am. I don't know who you think I am, but I promise I'm not. I'm not one. one of your little friends. Calvin say he's not one of y'all little friends. <laughs> because honestly, especially when it comes to social media conversations, especially when it comes to social media conversations with women, I I try my best to be de- to be respectful, to not be combative, to be deferential, to all of those things. Because again, I know how crazy it looks. If my black ass is arguing with your little however many ass on the internet, I know how crazy that looks. So I try not to. You're not wrong. But don't take A, don't take the don't take me challenging your points as disrespect. Because again, I come from a debate. I come from a debate background. So I if you gonna say I'm some shit, I need you to be able to show me with facts. Don't extrapolate what you think I said or what you assume I said because I got a penis onto me. No, I need you to sh- right. show me. Secondly, and more importantly, don't ever refer to me as old boy when you add me in a tweet. I'll beat your ass. And I won't beat your ass, but you'll get beat. Because, like, again, don't be disrespectful. We can disagree without being disrespectful. I don't agree with Alex half the time, but we never get disrespectful with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never disrespected you in a disagreement. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it's not, some- it- it- it's- when it's not something that deep. We're talking, we're talking about a no-name J. Cole conversation. I'm not questioning your identity of the black woman when I'm saying, hey, I don't, know, I don't know about this. So don't get disrespectful because, again, I don't start shit, but I will finish it all. I, I am that petty. I have that much time. I, I'm, with, I'm with all the stupid shit. And third, just how do I say this? Stop playing in my face. You know because the little slick shit that I let slide because because of whatever reason I let slide between myself and my guy, don't take that as weakness because I promise, I promise you, I'm with whatever ignorant shit you think about, I'm with it all. I'm with every single morsel of it. And I be really trying to contain the ignorant petty ass nigga that's inside of me I be trying and if you know me you know how much I have grown because I used to get into arguments with niggas all the time in real life and on social media I had low-key anger issues because I'm not with the, I'm not with the silly shit but I've grown to try to c- combat that energy in me and try to be main positive but you, but you know if, what? but if you motherfuckers, I'll be honest with you. but if you motherfuckers keep trying me and trying me on some little slick shit, don't disrespect my intelligence. You know I caught that bullshit. If you keep trying me on some little slick shit, and if you, and if, and if you feel like I'm talking to you, I am. Whoever feels offended about what I'm saying, good. I hope you do, and I hope you Let choke on it. Let me make some shit clear, okay? A. There are very there's a list of men in, in my life I don't play about. Calvin is one. See how lucky I am peak shit because I'm with all the bullshit. I'm with all the nonsense. Number one. Number two, y'all gotta learn how to disagree with people and not and not start taking the shit, the disagreement personal. Because it's childish. Like 
at some point, you need to learn that not all disagreements should lead to fallout. And, and, all, they and do, not all, dis- not all disagreements are attacks on your character. And I own my own shit. I own, sometimes I gotta step back and realize that, like, you you disagree with my point, but you don't know me for real, for real. You're an internet, you're, you, at, at best, we're internet friends. You don't know me for real, for real. How? So, period. So, therefore, However, I know that you're not talking about me directly, you're disagreeing with the point. So, I, I I'll, t- I'll, I'll own, I'll own that because sometimes I'm like, oh, she got me fucked up, and I'm like, she not talk. Okay, she don't know me for real, for real. It's cool. Come back. Continue. However, however, I stopped being the bigger person in situations a very long time ago. I ain't been the bigger person in shit for about the last three years. If I'm being real, because being the bigger person is never, never as satisfying as it's supposed to be. Fuck that and you. I'm gonna be real. So. If you want to talk about, like, handling shit with some sense, you better come at me with some sense. Because I don't, I'm not going to take the high road. Them days have been long gone for your bitch a very long time ago, okay? So, there's certain shit we gonna learn to keep on the playground for the safety and protection of everybody. Because if you want to take it there, we absolutely can. This is just a public service. This is a public service announcement. Especially in the, taking it there is a pastime of mine. Especially okay? in, the, I in, in the middle of a pandemic. Where all I got is time. I've been working from home since March. All I got is time. For and this is this and this is and this is gender neutral because some of you niggas like to get slick with women, and when a nigga come in and mentions you, it's all it's all peace and love. We see you niggas too. Can we talk about it? Can we talk? About I'm gonna talk about it. it. Listen, we see you niggas this too. Is a perfect segue from our weekend. Perfect. We I would like. I have some things I would like to get off my chest. Is is this a safe space? <laughs> Is it is this the same space? Because I have some things I would like to discuss real quick since we're on the topic of getting niggas the fuck up through. Hey, <laughs> my weekend was actually pretty solid, and I made a point to say that I was not going to be problematic to black men specifically because it was Juneteenth, and you know we we supposed to be in celebratory mode, and I didn't I just did not feel like being a headache to black men. Not this weekend. I typically love pissing y'all off. It's a pastime of mine. Decided to put it on. We might have to check why. You might have to go back to therapy and figure out why you enjoy that so much. But that's none of my business. I relish in pissing y'all off. Like, it's pretty. Like, anyway. Especially, like, black men that I love and I, like, I would fight and kill over. Oh, I absolutely love. I love agitating y'all. That's what I do. Anyway, I said I was going to put that on. And then you you wonder why you get racked. See, stop doing that. That's a dangerous game you're playing. Stop it. Because you know I love you. And because I love you, I will cut into you. And I know exactly how to cut into you to make it hurt. Stop playing with me. Okay. So, so hear me out. Okay. Beautiful weekend was had. Some fuck shit went down. And me being a type with a friend of mine. And she was made to feel uncomfortable by the actions of men that I vouch for. Okay. Like, you're with me. You're in the presence of me. You know what I'm saying? You're entertaining my time in my company, I vouch for you. So, with that being said, you have a certain level, if I vouch for you, the way that you carry yourself is a reflection of me. Period. I don't care what the fuck it is. Hanging out with one of my homegirls this weekend rolled tough, actually. Like, we had a very drunk-ass weekend. It was, it was, I had a ball. This is probably one of the, by far, one of my favorite weekends so far. Like, this weekend, the bullshit aside was a blast. So, you know, I'm hanging out with some friends that were in town from Cali and kind of Dayton. 
just really, really just enjoying our enjoying our time together. Um, some bullshit goes down. My friend was said, you know, on the back end of things that she was made to feel uncomfortable by niggas and their actions. Now, niggas that she would not know had it not been for me. Okay. So she was like, you know, Alex, not that it's a problem on the backside of things, just the way it went down made me feel, made me feel some type of way. So I took that as I need to address something because that's embarrassing for me. Number one. Number two, like, if you feel something, you deserve to have it addressed and acknowledged. Period. I don't care what it was. So as I'm addressing these things, I was very straightforward about it. I was very objective. I didn't take no shots. It wasn't personal. I was just like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Your man's was a little out of line. Please talk to him about that. That's literally, that was the gist of what I said. I didn't come for nobody, and I don't like being came for, okay? I get this message in return that says, Alex, you're on bullshit. Niggas know where you live. It's nothing if you want to take it there. Basically threatening me. <laughs> I'm giggling because this is, this is the type of game I enjoy playing. I am not the one. I enjoy that shit. Peace is foreign to me. Anarchy, I'm with all that shit. I love it. And niggas want to pop mad noise as if I don't know where your mama stay, where your grandmama stay, where your roommate live at, where his girlfriend from. Like, this information is very, very easy. If I don't already have it, it's very easy for me to get my hands on. Let's leave certain shit on the playground when it comes to me, okay? Number one, you look like a bitch threatening a woman. A straight-up hoe. A straight-up hoe. Two... I don't even have to leave Dayton in order to make sure that you get touched in Dayton. Please understand. I don't have to leave my city to get anybody knock, heads knocked off in their prospective cities, period. Whether it's 45 minutes up the road or three hours up the road. If I want you touched, you'll be touched up today. Keep my name and the name of the people that I fuck with and I love out of your mouth. That's about the only warning I'm going to give on the topic. Okay. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Um. All right. That was it. Long story short, man. That's all. Yeah. The fact that this is the second, not even addressing two different situations, obviously, but like this will be the last time that I actually just use words about it, and I'm gonna just start making examples out of it because y'all don't understand, nice Alex. We don't understand diplomatic Alex. Like, why do I have to act an ass in order to get your attention? That's annoying to me. Why do I have to act out of character in order to make you understand that, like, we can take it there? That's annoying. Honestly, um, and speaking on my on my shit, the Shoot Your Shot podcast does not encourage, we do not condone violence or violent behavior or actions. I ain't say that. Listen, I'm, I'm that. doing this for legal purposes. Shut the fuck up, Alex. I'm trying that. to get us not jammed up. On this on this here platform. You're right. Um, however, I'm just letting niggas be known. I ain't say that. However, I I do not start shit. I if anyone who has a beef with me or anyone who had a beef with me understand, I did not start the shit. I do not start the shit. It's all peace and love this way. That's my default. That's my go to. I don't really like. I come at niggas. I lead with love. You feel me? 
Like, if you ain't do shit to me, I'm going to fuck with you off of strength, especially if you black, because we both going through struggles here. I'm going to fuck with you off of strength. I'm going to give you the head nod off of strength. Like, oh, let's get, you know what I'm saying? Like, I lead with love. However. I do try to give niggas the benefit of the Let me finish. Really um, how, however. I will take it to whatever depths it, you want to take it to. However silly you want to get with the shit, however stupid you want to get with the shit, however ignorant you want to get with the shit, I'm with it all. I do not, I do, like, you get to me, you, you get to a point where, like, nigga, I don't have morals. I just want to see you suffer. And I really, again, I, there's a, I'm not the type to touch you. I'll just, you'll just get touched. Don't play, don't play with my name. Don't play with me. And especially, like, and it's really weird. And there's a dynamic where, like, women feel and they could talk any way to niggas without repercussions. Because they know that the nigga himself can't, I can't touch you. I can't, I can't be aggressive towards you. And that's cool. That's great. It's lovely. However, However. please understand, I will not be the one to touch you. <laughs> I will be not. I will not be the one to get aggressive with you. A matter of fact, I don't know what happened. I have no clue. I don't know why that happened to you. I don't know what happened. I was just standing here. I was in Cincinnati. Thing I know. Minding my business, recording my podcast, and some and out of nowhere, you know, fell and bumped your head. That's a tragedy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why your car just got randomly fucked up. I don't know why that happened. That's that's nuts. You should probably get some better insurance. You should probably you should probably live in a better neighborhood. That's you know where you live at. You know shit like that happens every now and then. You should probably probably move. You know, just again. Probably get that looked at. You know, and I like I said, leave me leave me alone. (laughs) Leave leave me alone. Leave me alone. I don't be. I try to tell people all the time. I am, I'm not your anarchist. I don't be with the, 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 like, I won't go looking for trouble. I really, really don't. I really, really don't. For the most part, I be leaving niggas the fuck alone. For the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I know there's people that I can pick with and talk shit to all the time. There's, there's, there's a couple people that whatever they told you about me, believe that shit because I did it. There's, that's exactly how I feel. There's a couple people, whatever they told you, believe that shit. But make sure that whatever they tell you is the full story. Because nine times out of ten, the people that no longer like me or have an issue with me, at one point in time, I was very good to. I was extremely good to. So whatever story they're willing to tell you, make sure it's the truth. If anybody I've ever fallen out with, minus like maybe one woman, there's one woman on the face of the planet, she has no reason not to like me. I've done nothing to her. But like, I mean, not liking me is also, like, that's your option. You absolutely have You ain't required to fuck with me. You not listen. Look, you're not required to like. Me. You're not required to fuck. Me. We're not required to be friends. We're not required to be cordial. But you are required to respect me as long as I respect you. In the moment, in the moment, I feel like some like you get you you trending toward that line of disrespect. I take it personal because that's the type of person I am. And if I take shit personal, I don't let it go. That's a Capricorn in me. I hold grudges. I hold very much. I, if it's, if it's beef, it's beef. That's why I tell you, Alex. Don't don't be go. Don't tell me. Don't tell me that you done fell out with a nigga unless you sure you can't re- you can't fix it because once it's fucking nigga, it's fucking nigga for real for me. Like don't you know what I'm saying? Like don't yeah, don't, I don't be on that. Don't I don't, don't tell me that fuck mm-hmm. is fuck him and then you back cool with him for real for real. Like don't do that to me because to me it's still fuck them. 
Yeah, me and you have had this conversation definitely off whack. Like, like, you know what? My neighbors really don't give a fuck about me. Like, like I'm, and I, and I, I mean that. Listen, because again, I'm the type of person like I lead with love. I lead with love. I lead with good energy. Like, I ain't got no beef with you. Off rip, like we can disagree because we're we're humans. We're going to disagree about some shit. I believe in, I believe in engaging conversation and engaging debate. Cool, all of that shit. Don't disrespect me. don't disrespect me, especially if you some stranger on the internet. Don't disrespect me, cause like, yeah, nah. If you some, cause you better hope I can't find you, or I don't know where you live, or I don't know how to get in touch with you. Because again, I, I don't mean this to flex, but like, nigga, there's, there's my reach is is real. There's, there's like I have people on my phone who've been waiting for me to tell them to beat somebody up. I don't want I don't want I don't want I don't want this I don't want you to be the call. I don't want you to be the one I'm like, hey, Shorty Wildin, here's a ad like here's an address, like she talking real crazy. Just go knock on the door real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like go like go see about that. Like like you know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 but people Or you know what? And also and also you niggas I'll be honest. Also you niggas honestly, some of you niggas have been and I mean this in every way possible. Some of you niggas been been deserved to get touched a while ago. Like there's some niggas in 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 in, in the cities, in whatever city you want to insert here, the way y'all been moving. If it wasn't a pandemic, y'all would have been got touched. But I'm gonna be honest, and this is what and okay, so sexual assault trigger warning, guys. We'll probably try to add that somewhere, you know, on the on the in the description. But I talked touched on it before but you know the man that sexually assaulted me is still all over the timeline and a lot of it has to do with the fact that I haven't publicly like outed him but the day like me sitting on this shit has triggered my anxiety it's triggered my depression it has triggered like this week was very bad for me like Monday was bad I did not get out of bed today was the first day that I've eaten in three days and I didn't finish it I got like it's some soup from Panera and a Gatorade like I just have not, I just haven't been, you know, it's been, it's been rough, but then now that we're talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like accountability and the, whenever, whenever the topic on the timeline is sexual assault, a bitch is triggered like every time, like at at there's certain points where I just have to log off and for my own sanity, this sitting on this information is killing me and we've talked about it. You know, we, you and I have discussed about the support and, and how I choose to move. And I, I'm getting to the point where I don't want to sit on this anymore. And I'm scared about what that looks like. I'm scared about what not sitting on this information anymore, what the back end of this is getting ready to look like for me. So, I don't know, like, friend. Like, I'm, again, I'm I, like, I, like I told you, like I told you, um... And it's 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 dynamic because of our conversations off wax. Like, how you choose to support? How you choose to roll? I support. If you choose to, you know, move on. If you choose to sit on it, like I support it. You know, what I'm saying I know I've already kind of made my, you know, internal, you know, like right. decisions. Because this man is a lot of folks' homies. This man is a lot of people's. Yeah, like I know, you know, like I, like I, I know I've made my internal, my internal, you know, what I'm saying my internal choice and decision as far as like you know, you, you know, distancing myself 
um, because again, like I can't, I can't, I can't necessarily roll with it. But it's funny, and it's like again, we talk about performative, and I promise we'll get off of this quickly. But I, there's this thing going around where it's like, you know, what I'm saying people saying like, if I follow your abuser, DM me, and I'll let me know. And I'm seeing whole ass abusers post this shit. Like, nigga, you are the abuser that niggas need to DM about. Like, and it's it, it's just I, it, it's like don't it's like don't play in people's faces. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just and and maybe that's I feel like and, and maybe a lot that's of folks a, are playing in my face about it. Like, and I when I explained this to you and the other young man that I had this conversation with, because this man, like the my my abuser, so to speak, runs in his circle. And because of the respect that I had for the man, aside from you that I talked to. You know, I just felt the need to let him know, like, hey, I'm not expecting you move however you choose to. I will never be upset about it because I don't even know how I want to move. But as your friend, I wanted you to know that this is the kind of man you had around you. And the thing about it that's in every, you know, in thinking about it, like, Alex, why did you sit on this information or why are you sitting on this information? It's because this man is married. He has, I, you know, I didn't know at the time of my assault that he was married. I know now. Um, and he's married with two children and it's not, it's, it's less about him because fuck him and more or less about the fact of like, do I, am I ready to put a black woman through pain? Am I ready to put a black woman through, you know what I'm saying? Hurt. And, and not only did your, your, your partner cheat on you, but he also sexually assaulted a woman. And am I ready to be the reason why another black woman has to go through heartbreak? And, the, and that's even, and that's even if before you get into, you know, the, the, I'd say it like the believability factor of it, right? Because we've seen, we've seen people come out and share their story just to be told like, nah, fam, we don't believe you. And I'm like, nah, like. Because of who it is. And I'll be honest with you, because of who it is, people are going to have a hard time with accepting that this happened. And the other portion about it is, I don't, it calls the question of my character. Oh, well, you know, Alex a hoe. So maybe she just didn't remember consenting. Or you know Alex is loose or Alex is sexually free. So maybe, you know what I'm saying, she thought it was one thing and it was another. Like, maybe she just doesn't remember. And it's like, I, am I ready? Am I ready for that? And I'm getting to the point where it's just like, reputation be damned. I got something I need to say. And it's like, with, and, and we know, again, because like, we could see both sides. Like, we know that there is some people, and I'm not putting a percentage on it, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's, there's, there's, you know, buyer's remorse, right? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like where, and this is why the whole conversation about sexual assault is, is so, it's, it's hard to have, but it's almost, it's necessary. Um, it's like, we know there's buyer's remorse, you feel me? So it's like, there's some people, you know, who, who will do this it. This wasn't a buyer's remorse not, situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, and, no, I'm not saying that that's what you're saying, but I just want to make it clear that this was not, that's not my situation. And, this and it's like, absolutely sexual assault. And it's like, because of just, you know, the nature of, it always turns into a, 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 a he said, she said, or she said, she said, or a she said, he said battle. You know what I mean? Because again, this, right. this type of, this type of crime generally doesn't have a evidence you know what i mean for real for real that like proves one way or the other and b it's not like a, a there's it's not like a murder where like you know what i'm saying there's only one side of the story and you know what i'm saying so like, it, it gets it gets complicated 
And I guess, I guess maybe one of the things I, I, I think about is like with the rash, not the rash, but with like the, the recent trend of like anonymously calling out, you know what I'm saying, people who have been accused of these things. Like, you know, it, it, it fuck with me. A, because you're some of these people who, who got called out, like, were people I never thought could be that. You know what I mean? Like, like isn't that, you know what I'm saying? That, but people that I never saw that sort of character when I was around. And I, I say my words very carefully because I'm not God. I'm not around these niggas 24-7, 365. You know, who they are when they're not around me, I can't vouch for. But also, right. I, think, I, I see but a lot But at of, least you're willing to acknowledge that. And I think that's the part about me that with a lot of people has left me very disappointed. Like you're willing to acknowledge the fact that just because I know, just because I know who you are when we're together does not mean that this is not how you act when you're in front of women or you're in front of the the person that you're necessarily attracted to. Thank you for saying that because you don't know y'all niggas don't be y'all niggas behind closed doors. They don't. These are not the men that you think that you think they are behind these veils of, of you know what I'm and, saying? Like, when shit that, is behind closed doors. And I'll and, be honest, half the time, your niggas be talking about y'all behind closed doors. Let's be real. You know how many and, times and, Pillow talked about a nigga talking to me about his nigga? Like, and with that, and with nuts. And with that, but that also is, um, we talk about often, you know, and again, I don't know how we turn into this conversation. We try to be a non-depressive podcast today, but we're here. Um, we're here now. The the, the 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 common accusation was like, A, how couldn't you know that your homie moving foul if that's your homie? And B, if your homie moving foul, you gotta be moving foul too. But also that that comes in the same thing, like, A, until that first person kind of lets us know that like, hey, this person made me uncomfortable, or maybe even something like you see it, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, you know, like, hey, like, relax. It's not like these people are volunteering this information to us in right. conversation. It's not like, you know, what did you do yesterday? You know, I fucked around, raped, raped, raped shorty, you know, to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, it's something that, you know what I mean? It's not, and I, I don't want to mean to seem like I'm making jokes about it, but it's like, it's real case. Like, these people that aren't going to just volunteer that information to us. Right. And secondly, you know, you know, kind of, kind of tying it in because I don't, because you, up, you sh- sh- show me an upstanding person when I'm around you. I don't know that's your character. So therefore I don't know. You can't transfer that character onto me because if I true, if I truly did not know, or if I truly, you know I mean? Cause like, and so also I, I see a lot of frustration, I feel a lot of frustration with like a certain character, especially in Columbus, who yeah. who is t- who's running around untouched, right? And pe- and people are disappointed and people are frustrated, but it's also like with with what almost it's almost like what did you expect? Because we are still running off of accusations, and w- with with accusations. There has there responsibly has to be a level of restraint because we saw with one of our other homies a whole retraction of said allegation from the page that made the allegation. Okay, so can we? So can we? Okay, 
And we're going to touch on this very responsibly and actually very quickly, because, again, we don't condone anything. We, we are not co-signing none of this shit. Even, like I said um, before, I, some of my I am friends, standing, I, my, my stance is very clear. I am standing with the oppressed. With the I am standing with the victims. Period. Period. But this is what I'm going to say, okay? And, I, and again, this is opinions of, this is my opinion and no one else's, and I, I take full responsibility for whatever comes out of my mouth, okay? My opinion. Because my biggest fear with the fake allegation is exactly like the and the results of it are exactly like my biggest fear is that now because there's been one fake allegation, it calls into the question, the validity of all of them. And I believe in the work that the TOSU page, the safe space page is doing. I absolutely believe that that space should exist. But I was disappointed because here's a here's a thing created created to protect and offer women a safe space to express and to express what happened to them, tell their stories with amenity. And here come niggas using us as a way to, to one up or get back at, at each other. Disgusting. The second part about it is, like I said, now that there's been one fake allegation, now it calls into question the validity of all of them. So in order for this page to save, to, to maintain its integrity, there needs to be now a vetting process for these stories. And if they can't just be, oh, this nigga did this. Hold on, let me finish. Yeah. It can't just be, oh, this nigga did X, Y, and Z to me. The story goes up. Because now we've been proven that not all these stories are, are, are right. Not all these stories are correct. Not all these stories are true. At least one of them has been proven not to be. So now, in order to create a space that's just like, okay, these women have a right to tell these stories, but these men also have a right to defend themselves against these allegations. Can these stories, should these stories be vetted before they're posted? Are you asking me? And how do you, and well, yeah, but also how do you do that with, and while also protecting the identity of these women? So from a, from a man's perspective, right? I know the whole man perspective is a little sensitive. This entire topic is very sensitive. So if, if, if we have said something that you don't necessarily agree with or that's made you feel uncomfortable, no, but A, that's not our intention. B, please come to us privately, publicly, however you choose, but preferably. If however you choose to address it, redress it with respect. Yeah, because like we're just. We're, me, me and Calvin never said that we're right at all, 100% of the time, and we're never above correction, but we are above being disrespected. That's my bottom line. And so with that, with this entire thing, I see, again, I see both sides. I stand with the victims, right? Like I stand with the victims, but also. That page has a responsibility to responsibly rep- do this. You see what I'm saying? Like, yes. And and it's fucked up that another one, another somebody who got called out on the summer jam screen is the one allegedly behind that fake accusation because he felt some type of way. Disgusting. That, you know what I'm saying? That person shared their story. Like, we could talk about that shit. Disgusting. And we've talked about this shit off watch. I'm not going to give that nigga free promo. Just know. If, Absolutely just, not. Just know if I ever see you, it's up. I'm with all this silly shit. Just, it's up. If I see you, next time, I'm up, next time I'm up in Columbus, if I see you, if someone puts me on says, that's best buddy, I'm with all this silly shit. You can decide how you want to play it. Because, again, don't, don't invalidate the victims with your bullshit. Um, it's like women can't have shit. You know what I'm saying? And it like, gets to the point where it's just like, 
You nigga, you made a fake page. Niggas made a fake page for this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's really wild to me. But women can't have shit. But again, it's it's responsive. Responsive is 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 the the ability of being responsible because even the 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 page, the safe space page says she because she's admitted that she's a she. She doesn't feel the need to investigate any of the claims because that's not her her job. She stands with the victim, and I understand that. But also, I, I I'm not I, necessarily disagreeying with that. Like I, not, I get it, I get it. You know, but also had had a fake story not emerged and come from this, I would have 100 percent agreed with her. But you're putting yourself and your page in a serious situation because had our friend proceeded how I would have proceeded, there'd be a lawsuit. Facts. There would absolutely be honest a and honestly. There would absolutely listen. Be a our friend, our friend is a much calmer cooler head much, than, me, much than, than me than i am because, because i would want head like and not only I would want yeah like not only that because it was like fam and he he did the legwork like he like he literally in like the, the page admitted like he was one he was so adamant he did the legwork to just show like nah it's not it's not it's not going and he even That's made also it. extremely problematic too because right. say there's a situation where Shorty, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, it's, 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 There's just so many parts of this. That is, There's so many parts of this that are it's, fucked it's, up. It's a sensitive, it's a sensitive, sensitive time, and I hope we're speaking on it responsibly. Because, say, for example, our friend, you know, didn't have the resources necessary to kind of really definitively prove his innocence. You know what I mean? Because like when that story, when that this would be an entirely different situation. I know niggas who are calling for our friend head over this head, and like just all you know, the immediate, the knee jerk, fuck this nigga. Oh, is this is your king? This all of that, right? Was super loud, but the but for retraction, I was. I have, the apologies. I have I have certain pages I was looking for to see how you were gonna react after after that shit became public. Because our friend, he was yes. so excited. He understandably so, he was so excited to share it, like, no, I'm I'm innocent. He was sending screenshots at early in the morning. I don't blame him. He literally I got a screenshot, he texted me and he was just like, Alex, th- I didn't do this shit. And I was just like, I'm glad that this worked out in your favor. But also, this is for me, and just me speaking, me speaking my opinion. That's not a win to me. It's not because it it's not. it took away so many other things. It, like, am I glad that that worked out in his favor? Absolutely. But this is not a win. Hey, it's not a, it's, it, not, a it's not a win for several things. Hey, it's not a win because now it unfairly calls into question the entire validity of that movement of that page, which is not fair. Right. B, it's affected our friends personal and business interests which is not fair right. like his bags have been stopped you know temporarily because of all of that was going on me and our friend had right. a collect- people- collaborative project we had to put on hold because of everything that was going on and see it's not fair because it just wasn't true it, it just wasn't fucking true and, and as someone who has a right to face their accuser I shouldn't have to do all of the legwork to prove to you that I'm innocent if this is not a court of law. You feel me? 
Right. Like, and I think that's a, I think that's the main thing. But, but this these are all court of public opinion sort of things. Very rarely will any of these actually end up in a criminal case because of just the nature of the page, the nature of the incidents, the nature of the stories, all of that. So like people like people aren't going to go to jail behind this. Besides one. And we heard that nigga of a rat anyway, but that's a different story for a different day. Um I didn't even hear that one. Oh, so we'll, we'll, you ahead of me, friend. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap off wax. We'll talk off wax. But you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's 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 a lot, and and I know we've talked about this a long time, but it's just a be mindful of be mindful of every of everything that you you see, read, hear on the internet, good and bad. Be mindful. Be understand that like while fake allegations do exist, they are in the minority. You know what I'm saying? They are absolutely the minority, and you niggers, nine times out of ten, are as foul as we think you are. And and don't think that. Go ahead. And, and, and C, I think, but most importantly, with these type of anon pages, you know what I'm saying that we're gonna anonymously call out abusers and rapists. Understand the power that you have, and understand that, like. Once you jump, you know what I'm saying? Once you put put somebody's name on the Summer Jam screen, that's it. Like, even, I know people who, even after the retraction, still don't fuck with our friend because he was on there in the first place. Yep. Yep. Understand, but yep. understand, like, the power. And understand, like, you know, there's people want certain, like, tangible repercussions like you won't see niggas get touched you won't see this on the third i get it you know what i'm saying and people are frustrated because they haven't seen that but understand the power of an allegation when it comes to our non-famous ass community we're not talking about niggas who can move to bali and not get extradited we're not talking about niggas who have enough money to hire lawyers to squash the shit we're talking about normal regular regular everyday niggas understand the power that an allegation has and if you're willing if you choose to wield that power understand the responsibility that comes with that like just understand this is not for play play this is very serious and your reputation your is is very much important here and for any person male female or other non-binary excuse me who to in their warped mind feels the need to make a fake allegation I hope you rot in hell. Not only even the ones not only not, not only the ones not only the ones that may be buyer's remorse, you know what I'm saying? One of those like it was consensual, but you know, not just that. But for, like Buddy made a completely fabricated story. And honestly, since we're being a hundred, he would have got away with it if he had changed one line in that story. People would have believed one him. One line in that story. People would have believed yep. him. But you're, not only are you putting an allegation on someone who didn't do it, doesn't deserve it, and, and potentially ruining their life, but then you're making it exponentially harder. And, why, and it sh- necessarily shouldn't be, but you're making it exponentially harder for the real victims to come out and share their stories because they have yo dumbass fake allegation in the back of their mind. Stop that. We have seen people lose years upon years of their lives with fake allegations, especially from white women, but we're running out of time to touch in the back. Just 
it's a very sensitive situation. It's a very it's a very delicate situation. Please, please treat the the victims in the situation with the delicateness that they ah, fuck it with the with the sensitive hands that they deserve. I always stand with victims. I will always continue to stand with victims. Please treat the situation with the seriousness and the sensitivity that it deserves. Period. Um, because we need to wrap up, uh, we'll save some of these topics for next time. Obviously, we need to. Um, however, Calvin, do you want to end us on a positive note? I don't know if my note is going to be positive, but here, I'm going to end it like this. <laughs> um, the second wave of the coronavirus is very real. Cases are spiking up all across the country, Hamilton County and Cincinnati especially. Um, I understand everyone wants to get out of the house. They've been cooped up for three months. I, too, understand that I, too, want to get out of the house. But please do so responsibly. Do so safely. Continue to social distance. Continue to wear your mask um, when applicable, especially if you're going inside. I understand if you're, if you're outside, you know, maybe, you know, not necessarily wear your mask if you're social distancing. But if you're inside, continue to wear your mask. Continue to social distance. Continue to wash your hands. Continue to be take as many precautions as possible because a these cases are spiking up. B y'all president is is planning on shutting down federal funding for coronavirus testing by the end of this month. So he is really leaving us to our own devices. Please be careful. No, by the end of July, July twenty fifth is going to be like the last day of like corona relief. But then they're also like as far as unemployment benefits and a food stamp benefits are concerned. So, but there has been talk of a second stimulus check. I, um, I believe it. I, our president be lying. I believe that when it's in my account and not a moment before. Um, but yeah, so just um, my, my last note would be continue to take care of yourself. Be mindful of others. Like I'm, you may be, your Im immune system may be great. So you don't, but your grandma's not, your mom's not, your auntie's not, your boyfriend's not, just your, your cousin's not. Be mindful of others. And this is, this is the act of being selfish, selfless. I understand we've been cooped up in this house since March. I get it. I, too, miss the studio. I, too, miss day parties. I, too, miss brunches. But, however, we have to continue to live our life in a responsible manner in order to make sure that the most vulnerable people in our community, because it impacts black and brown communities at a disproportionately high rate, are safe. Absolutely. My positive note would be, don't diminish the effects of the, the the mental effects of this of the virus and quarantine and social distancing and seeing that people are starting to go back to their normal and you just don't feel safe. That is a very real feeling and your feelings are extremely valid. Um, do go out of the house. Don't gather when you go out of the house. Do wear your mask. Do wash your hands. Don't wear fucking gloves. Don't, you know, you don't, just be mindful. Let the sun touch your skin. Get some authentic vitamin C, some vitamin D, a shot of calcium with that, if you know what I'm saying. But like... All right. All get, right. Get, get whatever it is that you need and, and, and just mentally a lot, take, be a lot more patient with yourself. I know I have had to be, especially because like just this week, just this week alone, we're recording on a Wednesday. Monday, I woke up panic and with a panic attack at 630 in the morning. I had a full blown panic attack. That's abnormal for me. So, you know, take advantage of your resources, lean a little bit on each other, be softer, be gentle, be human, be kind.
um that's it for me friend signing off it's your boy c daddy it's your girl ali nicole peace <laughs> baby i'm a toy i'm gonna stop my spot you caught a vibe shooting shots why not tell me to thank you one dude